0: To stand up mm-hmm. 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 Hello, I am Nathan Cole Cosby, and this is Stand Uppish, episode one. So, uh, I, I, I guess surmise by the reason that you clicked on this or uh, were mildly interested in this podcast was because it is about primarily uh, comedy. Um, Which is a subject that I personally am not very well versed in. I know, that seems weird. Hey, Nathan, why would you do a podcast about something that you're not very well versed in or that you don't really know about? And... I don't have an answer for you I don't, I don't know, I just wanted to I wanted to do it You know what it is I uh, For the longest time I wanted to be a writer And I found this great podcast One time and it was called The Dead Robot Society And um, What they were was They were a group of writers Who wanted I mean they were a group of people who I shouldn't say writers They were a group of people who wrote and they wanted to be writers but but when I mean when the podcast started, none of them had done anything. They're just like, "Yeah, I write every day, I write all the time, you know, and um you know and, and this podcast to this day is still on. it's been on for like twelve years or something. I've listened to every single episode ever. Oh, sorry about all this, but I've listened to all of the episodes, and uh I don't know it, it was like it was fun to take that sort that adventure with with them because some of them are published writers now. Some of them got short stories published. a few of them have published books, you know, I mean, there were like four to begin with, but they've come in and out as a, I mean I, you don't fucking care. But anyway, it was fun to take that adventure with them. And what I'm saying to you is that me, Nathan Cole Cosby, at the uh, age of thirty five years old have decided that what I'd like to do is try stand up comedy. And this is and I've never I've never done it before. I've never even done an open mic. That's what I'm saying. I have never done any of it. I'm just getting into it and and I guess this podcast is just sort of like a way for me to air it out. Uh let you know what my trials and tribulations are during this process. See what happened was What really fucking planted this idea in my head, not just that podcast, that writing podcast, was awesome, still is awesome, for that matter, for anybody who, you know, likes writing and shit, all that dorky stuff, but what really turned me on to it was just just about four months ago, a comedy club, I live in Kansas City, Missouri, it's not Kansas, it's Missouri, there is a Kansas City, Kansas, though, but that's where... The crime happens. So we stay over here. Um, but, yeah, th- this comedy club moved in literally 2.4 miles away from my house. Just right down the road. And they do an open mic every single Monday. You pay $5 to get in there and you can joke about to lots of people. Well lots of other open mic comedians I should say um I don't really know what I don't know what the point is I really don't I just know that i I went to one the I went to one about three weeks ago it was so uncomfortable I mean incredibly uncomfortable what uh well what happened was the the doors of the 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 open mic starts at eight o'clock. Well, the doors open at seven, and for those who were paying to get into the open mic, if you go in at seven, you can sit there and get sort of like a tutorial from the house MC, and he talks about the microphone stand placement and how you should keep eye contact with the crowd while you're setting the microphone behind you, and and how he was uh, he was like uh, I don't know he was just saying a bunch of I guess elementary comedy stuff that most comedians would know i made myself look like a complete asshole one time because he um he said now as long as everybody's you know uh doing the right thing everybody's doing original material everybody knows what that means right original material and i uh, he said anybody not know what that means and i i and before you judge let me. Let me. Before you judge, I'm just gonna say first, I did raise my hand. But before you judge, I'm gonna say I did not know that he was specifically talking about just doing other people's material. I. I, I didn't. I honestly didn't. I, I was like, he couldn't just be talking about straight up jacking people's material. So I raised my hand. I was like, you mean? What do you mean by? And he goes. Just doing other people's material. And and of course I felt so stupid and everybody was looking at me. But I that was one of those things that I just thought it was uh, too silly of him to say. Because uh, I figured everybody in the room knew that. At least that much, right? You're, there, you're sitting there before an open mic getting a little tutorial. You know that you're not supposed to do someone else's jokes, right? I mean, I guess some people need that advice. Uh, when you before you started an open mic, but it was—I mean, I just—I was confused because I did, i just—I was sure he could possibly be talking about actually stealing people's jokes. But what do I know? I mean, they've been there four months longer than I knew they were there, and uh, I'm sure they've probably had some people, some open micers come in there and straight up start doing gaffigan or something. Hot pocket, <laughs> get off the stage. Uh, well, I don't know, but I went and I i mean, I could only stay once the open mic started. OK, let me tell you this. Before the open mic started, some guy was walking around in the front bar handing out these pieces of paper. I still have mine right here. I kept it. I don't know why it wasn't for this. I promise I just was looking at it. I don't know. But uh, he hands me this, and he goes, you know the tune. I mean, he's got a stack of them. He's handing them to everybody before the open mic. He's an open micer, And um, he goes, you know the tune to um, Star Wars. Dun dun dun, 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 I'm like, yeah, yeah, I do. And, uh, and he goes, and you know the tune to We Are the Champions. We are the champions, my friend. I'm like, yeah, I know that. And he goes... Good. The first two verses are to the Star Wars song. The last verse is to the "We Are the Champions" song. And then he shoves the paper in my hand and walks to the next person, hands him a paper, starts to spiel all over again. He's doing this forty times tonight before the fucking open mic starts, and I still got this thing. And like I said, I started I started listening to the open mics at eight o'clock when it was supposed to start. They were all. I mean, there was one. There was one that was pretty funny. I don't know his name. I, I wish I could I wish I could remember it, but I don't remember his name. He's very funny. The rest of them, I mean, it was a fucking stink fest. It was awful, all of it. And it was embarrassingly awful. Like it was hard to sit there and like I was trying to laugh. I was trying to look for anything to laugh at. And 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 this, I swear to God, this is this was not me being a like some sort of comedy snob because I'm not. I like I like I've already told you I don't know much about it. I just, I I mean I know what makes me laugh, and that wasn't it. None of it. Not a bit of it. But um, I left mercifully. I left after an hour. There was still going to be another hour. They picked, uh, they picked numbers to see to randomly go who see who would randomly go up. There was probably like twenty of them, and I probably watched the first ten. I did not get up before this guy who handed me this paper who wanted us to sing. We are the bad guys, and we love what we do. No one is as good at being bad at what we do. It's what we do. We hate good guys. We like. This is what he. I swear to God, this is the fucking paper this guy hands me. I would finish it. the The second verse starts out: We have a pension plan that cannot be beat. Uh, see, he he really shoehorned a bunch of. I swear to God, that's the second line of the second verse, by the way. That, that is the, the, the... He talks about retirement plans and actuaries. The word actuaries is in there. No fucking lie. That was the open... Those were the open micers I was watching. It was abysmal. And, but in a way, and of course, I didn't go up there because I'm a pussy. And, and, I've, and I've never done it before. And I'm scared. And I don't really have any bit, I mean, I have some jokes written down, but I don't have, they're not, there's no structure around, there's no foundation. I just have some punchlines, and nothing else. But I want to, and I guess, sort of that's why I'm, I'm doing this, to, to air it out. To air out my grievances and and talk about some of the great things happening in the comedy world that I love the comedians that I'm that I'm really crushing on right now and I have a few already um, but and also and also to just talk about some some of the things happening some of the trending things uh, out there just because uh, because I, I don't have anybody else to talk to honestly, I don't have any friends so I'm talking to this podcast. Oh, excuse me. I'm going to have a drink of beer. All right, so um, I really, uh, around the time I wanted to start doing comedy, around the time this comedy club moved in right down the street from me, I was listening to a lot of Sirius XM radio. And there's this show on Sirius XM called Jim and Sam. And they had a guest who was a comedian named Mark Norman. And he told one of the funniest fucking stories I've ever heard anyone tell in my life. Um, I'm sure it's on YouTube somewhere. If you just look up Mark Norman, the Jerry Seinfeld story on on Jim and Sam, it is one of the funniest fucking things you've ever heard. And, um, I mean, the story was hilarious. I, I'm not going to sit here and recount the whole thing. Um, everything about it is terrific. But in, in the end, it, it was all... it. To sum it up, it was Mark Norman, a um, sort of a small time. I'm not even gonna call him small time because he he makes I mean, he makes his living doing comedy, so he's a he's a big time comedian. <laughs> but uh, he um, he met Jerry at a comedy club, and and Ron Bennington from the Bennington Show on SiriusXM had told Ron that uh, Jerry Seinfeld was a big fan of his, and Mark Norman, of course, is like, shut the fuck up. No, he's not. No, he's not. Well, he goes up and does comedy. Finds out the after the show that Jerry is a fan of his, and and they start texting. And he's and he's freaking out that you know, he's freaking out that to be Seinfeld's friend, you know. And who wouldn't, right? What what anybody would love to be Seinfeld's friend, like to just have his number in your phone and text back and forth. Anyway, the whole awkward arrangement was hilarious. I love Mark Norman. He's hilarious his con- that got me listening to his uh his uh, specials on um I listen to I, I listened to things. I don't really have time to sit down and watch specials, so I listen to them. And uh I listened to his early his earlier when uh still got it, which was terrific. It was the first hour special I, that I could find. The earliest one I could find on Napster. Yes, I use Napster, by the way. People freak out when I say I use Napster. Everybody uses, uh, what's that other music app? Why do I want to say Panama, Panomo, Pandora. Everybody uses Pandora. Not me, not me. I use old Napster. But it wasn't Napster when I started paying for it. It was Rhapsody. And then it became Napster. And I'm still there. I'm still with it. I'm hanging tight. But here recently, every time I listen to a song on Napster, right below the song, it says, listen to it on Pandora. (laughs) It's got a little button where you can click. It's on my Napster app. I'm like, all right, did Pandora buy Napster? Because on my Napster app, it says below the song, listen to it on Pandora. Like, I'm listening to it here. Why why do I need to go listen to it there? Anyway, I listened to Still Got It by Mark Norman. It was hilarious. The guy is fucking so funny. He's so funny and I I I might be kind of douchey for saying this, but he just reminds me of me. He really does. Like everything he talks about and believes and and the way he talks about his anxiety and stuff It really, it really resonates with me. He's hilarious. And then I listened to his newest hour. I call his newest hour, but it was um, in 2017. It was called uh, Don't Be Yourself. And that was also hilarious. So, um, out of just sheer luck, I don't know, I mean... Yeah, we we were um, I say we my chick and I we were just looking for shows to go to we were looking for anything to go to just looking around on the internet and uh, she goes hey your guy you going oh wait before we get to that before we get to that I want to show you this uh no no we'll just tell you this first sure. but um she goes you your, your your guy that you like Mark Norman is coming to town. And I'm like, oh, my God. Like, he's coming to Kansas City. This guy, he's a New York City comedian. I mean, he was born and raised there. And, you know, that's where he does most of his business, in the Northeast. Um, so I, I was surprised that it, I just out of nowhere, I, I sort of semi have a, a crush, like comedy crush on this guy for like a week. And then all of a sudden, he's going to be here in Kansas City, you know, and... uh of course we're going to go. So I I me and my chick we buy a couple tickets. Um we go up to Zona Rosa, which is up in North Kansas City to see uh to see Mark Norman. Well, let me say <laughs> preface this. Just a couple days before um we go up to see him, maybe a week before. Um Jerry Seinfeld is on a Mets game. He's uh calling a uh, I mean, he's not calling balls and strikes, but he's up there in the booth with the guys who call, call balls and strikes. And they asked him, uh, what, uh, here, I'll just let you listen to this. I love this. So let's, let's, All right. let's take Go turns. Ahead. I want to know who is the best young up and coming comic that we should keep our eyes. Guess who? Guess who it's going to be. You're never going to guess who Jerry Norman is going to say, Jerry Norman. Jerry Seinfeld is going to say who the best young up-and-coming comedian is. Mm. There's a young guy out there named Mark Norman who has not broken yet, but I have met and I haven't talked to, and the guys I look for are the hardcore crazy guys. That When I talk to them about Buddy Hackett, they know who I'm talking about. By the way, I have no clue who... I, I think I've heard of the name Buddy Hackett. I, I thought... It, I mean, if you just say the name Buddy Hackett, it sounds like an old country singer. I I figured he was like one of the highwaymen or something. I looked him up. Turns out he's a comedian. Or, or, or Rickles, or they know the history, they know Klein, they know, you know, the heritage of the profession. And Mark Norman is one of those guys, so I, I, I like him. Keep an eye out for him. Yes. Well, that was very sweet of old Jerry there. That was to call out Mark Norman. So I I tweeted uh, before the uh, before the before I went to the comedy show just a couple days before I tweeted to Mark Norman that I well I didn't tweet to him I mentioned him in the tweet that I was gonna go see uh, I I was gonna I I had bought tickets to go see Mark Norman uh, this coming weekend because I heard he was such great close friends with Jerry Seinfeld and he liked my tweet and I was so pleased with myself i know it's a shitty tweet i mean, it was a total i was just a total attention grabber that's all i was but we went and saw him and the the room was great it was really nice it was not ni- it was like a restaurant almost like a it was real nicely set up lots of nice drapes and a nice backdrop and everything and then you know the uh, the MC came out, and I'm always worried about the MCs because I'm afraid they're going to be crap. And but this guy was really funny. I mean, he had a cute, he had a uh, he had a couple bombs in there, but uh, he was very funny. Then the opening act was a, a gentleman named something Cliff Cash, Cliff Cash, and I believe he's from South Carolina, and he was hilarious. Very very funny comedian Cliff Cash. If you ever get a chance to uh, look that fella up, very funny guy. But um, and then Mark Norman came on and he was a blast all from beginning to end, hilarious. In the uh, at the beginning of the show, we, my wife and I were sitting there at a table. Um, and there it's a it, there's four chairs at the table, uh, but we sat... At two chairs on one side of the table because we're we sort of have a better view of the stage with with those seats. Otherwise, the, the person on the other side of the table kind of have to turn around a little bit. So we both sit on the one side of the table, and um, the people seating uh, people just like what. And this is a dinner place. It's not just a comedy show. It's like after they seat you, you start. They start ordering food, and you have dinner. So. Uh, to our surprise, like they seated another couple, like this big, hefty couple, like right across the table from us, and and it, all of a sudden we we had a double date for the Mark Norman, uh, and 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 I didn't even see any there was there was like plenty of open seats, I was like whatever I'm not gonna complain. We had a good time. The guy bought me a beer. Well, I bought a bucket of beers, and he said I'll pay for one of those. I said all right. But he was a nice guy. And Mark Norman was great. I really wanted a picture with him as I was leaving. Uh, but he had some serious security going on. I mean, it was uh, it was intense. And then uh, just a couple days later... Anyway, moving on quickly. Mark Norman was awesome. A couple days later, I find out the very next weekend... The one, the only, the legend, uh, coming to the very club where I went to my first open mic and did not participate, uh, Andrew Dice Clay. So I buy tickets to Andrew, and um, I don't think any uh, you, nobody's allowed to call him Andrew. I don't know why I just did that. Hang on, let me take a drink of beer. Yeah, Andrew. Oh, Andy. Yeah, I went to Andy. No, I went to see Dice, and uh, and that was hilarious. I mean, he he's. I had a spot. I mean, right in front of the stage. Right in front of the stage. I will put. Uh, I I couldn't pull out my phone while he was on stage but i will put a picture of how close i was to the microphone <laughs> to the state i mean directly in front of him i'll put it on the um standupish twitter in which oh my god i cannot remember right now there is a twitter there is a twitter account a standupish twitter account but if you uh, and i can't remember the the handle right now because i just started using it but if you want to go to my twitter It's in my bio, and my Twitter is Nathan Cole Cosby, at Nathan Cole Cosby. But um, I'll put a picture on there of uh, how close I was to Andrew Dice Clay, and it was terrific. There was uh, two seats down from me, there was this couple, uh, guy and a girl, and, uh, and the guy in the middle, like 10 minutes into Dice's set, just starts going, ah, heckle! I'm not even fucking joking. He doesn't even it is not trying to actually heckle him. I mean, I guess he is in a fucking weird way. He doesn't say anything about the bit or anything about what he's talking about. He literally stands up and goes, heckle and 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 then he does it and dice ignores him the first time. He does it again. Uh, and Dice turns around, and he's like, what are you doing over here, are you, you, I mean, you know you're in the middle of a show, what are you doing over here, you know, I'm not, I'm not even going to try to do a Dice impression, but, but, uh, and, and the guy just looks at Dice and goes, well, I thought you could, I thought you could use a heckler, and, uh, You know, of course, Dice just starts attacking him. I don't want a fucking heckler. You know, you're in the middle. It's a show. It's a fucking show. Do you you think you were written into my material? (laughs) You know, and uh, it was... I mean, it was hilarious. Classic Dice. It was fucking funny. And, um... And... And in the middle of it, like, uh, or towards the end of Dice sort of giving this guy shit, this guy... Just sort of comes out and says, "I I hope your wife and ki- I hope your wife and son get cam- or um I hope no he said he said something he said something hang on a second oh my god I'm mixing up two stories right now I'm mixing up the Aaron Berg comedy it, somebody said that to Aaron Berg somebody uh, that's a different story I'll tell here in a minute. I'll tell the Aaron Berg story here in a minute. No, this guy didn't say... He didn't say anything to Dice except just, Heckle! I thought you could use a heckler! And uh, Dice eventually said, uh... Dice eventually said, You know what? Get this guy out of here. Get him out of the show. And everybody's sort of cheering. And the club dude comes over and he starts picking him up. And Dice is like, You know what? All right, fuck it. Leave him there. Leave him. Just leave him. Just enjoy the show, you know? And, uh and Dice starts going again and just fucking a minute into his bit this guy goes I got these tickets half price by the way and then Dice turns around and looks at him and goes and now I don't fucking feel bad about kicking you out he goes get this motherfucker out of here <laughs> and, and uh and the, and the guy picks up, uh, takes the dude out the girl stays at her seat the girl that, that he was with and Dice starts talking to the girl <laughs> Of course, right? And uh, he's like, How long are you with this (laughs) douchebag? You know? And uh, she goes, Not long. (laughs) Not long. Uh, Dude, I think, I literally think that guy got kicked out of a dice show and broken up with on the same fucking night. I am convinced of it. Oh, Jesus. Anyway. I can't wait to go back. I want to see some more comedy shows there. I want to. I want to. Eventually, I want to get up there and do some comedy. You know, on Monday they like I said they do those open mics every Monday. I just can't, man. I just can't. You know, like you just like. When I get really nervous, I just want to shit my brains out. And when I get when I get there to the the comedy club, and like when I just think about standing up there on stage, I'm just like, oh my god, my stomach just starts turn churning, and I'm just like, oh my god. But I'm telling you, I'm gonna do this. I'm gonna do this. Come hell or high water, I'm going to do this. Anyway, that's uh, about my time. For today, Wednesday, I plan on doing these shows um, once or twice a week uh, once on Wednesday, once on Sunday. These ones on Wednesday are going to be about half an hour, about like this one. And the ones on Sunday, I'm going to try to make an hour. It's just me. Uh, I might get some other people to, to mess around with me on here. We'll see. Anyway, um, uh, follow me on Twitter at Nathan Cole Cosby. I can't remember what the... Uh, oh, yeah, Instagram at Nathan Cole Cosby. I can't remember what the show Twitter name is. I'll get that for you again later. Anyway, until next time, thank you for listening. Just stand up-ish. Have a good night.